0: And just like that, we're back. I know y'all been waiting. Well, hopefully y'all been waiting. Get so many comments on this Breaking It Down series, and that's what you got today. This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast, the Breaking It Down series with yours truly, Chad Belding, and my homeboy, Alex Crosby. What's up, Aldo? What's happening? What's shaking? Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you, of course, by Jack Daniels. I got to tell you this, dude. You were here last night. I got my shipment of Winter Jack in. What a great name, huh? Winter Jack. It's like a cider. It's only 30 proof, 15% alcohol. But you mix it with a little Jack 7 on ice, bro. Don't need a lot. I always tell people, you don't need a lot of Jack. Don't need to overdo it. But I'm telling you, taste. You tasted it, I think. I did. It was good. It was good, huh?
1: What were those other things you had, though?
0: The other things. uh, The new ones? The bottles? Yeah. Jack 10 year. They got me the Jack 10. Stuff's almost impossible to find. It was a cool bottle. Whiskey's like a weird commodity, man. People go nuts for it. Oh my God. You know, they like, as soon as, like, the, the allocations are made, you know, it's kind of like uh, there's some whiskeys out there that are so expensive online because they're no, they're, it's all about the allocation. It doesn't mean that right. they're a better whiskey. Jack Daniels is so sought after when they come out with these runs and these barrels, these limited edition barrels. or Like, they got a new one called Coy Hill that's the highest proof they've ever done at, like, 147, 147 proof. They got that 10-year that they just put out. You know, Jack's usually four to seven years depending on Jack 7, Gentleman, and Single Barrel. It's a ten year. It's been aged, and people are going nuts about it. It's hard to find, and I got my hands on three bottles of it, and I'm putting it in the safe. And uh, You're not I do drink have one of them. I have a fourth. With? I have a fourth one right. that I op- that I'm opening. <laughs> I'm going to sip on one, not on a weekday though. But yeah, Jack Daniels. They're just people want to argue with me. Like, no, it's not the best. I'm like, hands down. There's nothing that compares. It's so tasty. It's so classy. It's so historic. It's got the culture wrapped around. I'm not saying that the bourbon trail in Kentucky's not rad. I'm not saying there's not other good whiskeys out there, but the best is Jack Daniels. Of the three, which is your favorite? Ooh, I would say that my all-time favorite Jack Daniels I've ever drank is Barrel Proof, especially the bottle I shared with Kevin Barrelman Sanders. He gave me a couple pulls off of his Barrel Proof, and he says the best mixer for Jack Daniels is Conversation, <laughs> Conversation and Company. So it's just... That one, that barrel-proof, single-barrel, barrel-proof, which is like 135, 140-proof, wow. it's up there. Um, you don't need a lot. and But I don't know. My favorite out of the ones that aren't kind of on that level is probably Gentleman Jack. I love Gentleman. I love sipping on a big round ice cube with the single-barrel too. Frank Sinatra, the Sinatra's amazing. The 27 is amazing. I mean, there's a lot. There's a, Jack's just awesome,
1: dude. Yeah, The old it's number awesome. 7 for like... If you're going to have a couple, you know, at a concert or something like that with a with a Coke, Diet Coke, ginger ale, it's tough to beat. Ginger
0: ale and Jack. Jack and ginger is good. Jack and Coke is the best of all time. It is, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Jack and Coke. I even had a sip of Jack and Dr Pepper in Wisconsin and it was pretty freaking good. I like Dr Pepper.
1: I've never had it with Jack, but I bet it's good.
0: Dude, Jack the the Tennessee Fire with sugar-free Dr Pepper lights out. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. You don't need a lot, but I'm talking about like if you want to splurge and have yeah. something sweet. I like a little shot of honey after dinner, you know, like right before I go to bed. I like that sweetness to hold me over the night i love all of that dude freaking love it before we get into today's topic about breaking it down we got to talk about our next sponsor our next partner this one has been with us i hold it close to my heart because i love the link family i love jack links the reason i love jack links is because the quality all right it's everywhere it's kind of like that fill me on this hear me out on this aldo Oh, I make better salsa than you can buy in the stores. Really? <laughs> do you really <laughs> like? Do you really <laughs> like? Yeah, no. I'm not saying there's not terrible salsas that are that have made it worldwide, but there's a reason why things get popular mm-hmm. because people like them. Okay, I'm not saying that. It's almost like, well, I can make my own homemade ketchup. Well, no shit, you can, but it ain't freaking Heinz. Right?
1: Don't no, taste as good.
0: It, it ain't. It isn't Heinz ketchup. If I go into a restaurant and I don't see Heinz, I don't take the restaurant serious. I don't very often and they got to be in Heinz. If it's Hunts in there, I'm like, ugh, mm. ugh. cats up. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I got to have the Heinz, but with jerky, there's a lot of jerky brands out there. There's a lot of competition in this space and nothing touches the taste, the quality, the consistency in cuts you know how when you're eating jerky or sunflower seeds and you get that bad one, that oh, black, yeah. like three, four or five times in a bag of seeds. And sometimes you get gristle or some fat. You don't get that with Jack Link's. No. They they just do such a great job of eliminating, you know, and not cutting corners that it's just, it's the highest quality, best brand of jerky and beef, high protein snacks. are. You've had the cold craft,
1: the refrigerated snacks. Oh, I love are those. they amazing? They're the best. But I'll tell you, man, we were sheep hunting down in Vegas and... uh the double the double uh pack. The you know, it's got two strips of jerky in it and you can get peppered or all the tar- long ones? Yeah. Oh my dude, gosh. It it like we bought it the first day and then everyone in the truck every morning in the gas station getting coffee, everyone got the game
0: changer. Uh, dude, every day. I love that cut. It's so it like melts in your mouth. It's the most it, tender like But isn't it I was just gonna say it, isn't it make you kinda go like my teeth are going into this way too easy. No, like, it's so good. It's so fun to bite into. And my why point. am I
1: eating jerky at 9 30 in the morning? Because it's like, after that first day, I'm like, dude, and I want to eat the jerky. I it's know. It's healthy,
0: right? And I, it's so good every time. I, I love so yeah. much of their stuff. I love the jalapeno. I love the peppered. Peppered's probably peppered, consistently my favorite. That's what I got every day. Was I love peppered. sweet and hot.
1: I love a lot of their that flavors. habanero ones. That that'll get you every 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 couple of pieces a little too spicy.
0: Yeah, but there's so many good cuts. Those little protein sticks. Now you can get the habanero, it's sweet chili. You can get the chicken sticks. You can get the beef sticks and teriyaki or peppered, or
1: I mean, the original. Freaking amazing. The the sausage and cheese curds the best cold snack hands down oh, i could eat them. Every i day. like the the flats that you can make into a sandwich real easy or just eat the them. linkages but dude i'm telling you that that one with those cheese curds and the sausage bites oh Well, you know they're God. out of
0: wisconsin you know that's where jack links is from that's their that's where curds are popular and that's oh, where yeah. the
1: company originated dude i don't even i don't know how you beat that you can't i got some in the fridge right now it's kind of lame uh I, I shouldn't have said the word lame but we don't get all their snacks you know what i mean like if you go to the gas station they don't, they don't have all those snacks that you get here on a different level, but I'm saying like they must not distribute because you can't go buy those cheese curds and uh, sausage snacks at, in town here. Nobody oh, yeah, has you can. Them.
0: Oh yeah, right here on this Chevron right here. Can you really? Oh yeah, I've never seen them Chevron, in the store uh, like that. Casey's all over the Midwest has them, but out here, what's the one we have out here? The newer one that's got the the Mavericks. Mavericks got them.
1: Oh, do they? Re- I yeah. don't go into Mavericks. Tons but- of
0: tons of tons of. Truck stop. All Every truck stop's got the cold really? snacks.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I've i seen the cold snacks. You every, know, I've seen they all, the, they usually, the flats a lot of them, and stuff. I, I
0: get the curds all the time when I'm
1: on uh, the road. Well, that's on the road. I'm saying here in town. Well, in
0: here, too, I've really? had them. Like, you go to Sierra Sids, Alamo. Oh, maybe they, those
1: kind of places They got do, them. Huh?
0: The reason I'm bringing up Jack Link's, though, is because of this. I sent you this. How badass is this? The first annual Jack Link's Cup. Are you going to shoot in it? Hosted by Quail Creek Sporting Ranch in Florida, which is an insane property if you love the shooting sports. I want to shoot in it, but you know what? I was talking to Troy. I'm like, hey, you want me to come down there and win this thing? And he started laughing out loud, (laughs) spit out his cold crap. I'm like, I'll come down there and smoke you, Troy. But February 15th through the 20th, 2022. 2022. In Okeechobee, Florida, Quail Creek Sporting Ranch, the Jack Lynx Cup. The first annual Jack Lynx Cup with, get this, Crosbow, $150,000 in total prize money guaranteed. That's nuts. I'm going to win this $15,000 to HOA. HOA stands not for Homeowners Association in this case, Crosbow, This is high overall, highest overall, I, the runner-up. The runner-up is going to get $10,000, but $150,000 in total prize money guaranteed. You can register online right now at www.scorechaser.com dot com that's dot s c o r e chaser dot com. we welcome our veterans juniors and ladies with special payouts for these concurrent classes sub junior junior veteran super veteran senior super veteran and lady so get registered y'all get ready for the first annual Jack Lynx Cup February 15th through the 20th 2022 hosted by and at the quail creek sporting ranch in okeechobee florida thank you jack links for believing in the culture of the american outdoorsman the international outdoorsman the american international shooter second amendment believers thank you for believing in this and putting on such an unbelievable event get your over-unders get your ethos get your benelli get your gun of choice And go out and test your skills against the best in the world, $150,000 in total prize money guaranteed. Crosby, I got to go to this. I think you should. I mean, I could shoot, dude. I think I can until I get out there against people that can really shoot. I was going to
1: say, do you think these are the guys that have like the the, – My problem Special is, oh, yeah, they got the, they they, got they're the going, glasses. They're going at it on this thing. They got
0: the Perazis oh, yeah. and the freaking Craig Offsen.
1: Nine-foot-long shotgun. They basically just hit the barrel on the clay and it You know who it I just over. hunted
0: with that should enter you know this? You saw me hunting with this man. He's been practicing his shooting a lot. He's been taught by Blake Fami down there at uh, Martinez Duck Club in Martinez, California, in the East Bay. Are
1: you talking uh, about who I think you're talking about? Who did you see me
0: hunting with? One of Ricky the Ricky
1: Henderson, dude. Did you see that? Oh, my God. Ricky
0: Henderson, the best leadoff hitter of all time.
1: Do you remember that poster he had back when we were Oh uh, yeah.
0: I bet you I still got it somewhere. Oh my god, dude. I'm the greatest when he stood up and took the base took out. The ba- sec- played, was it second base? I played that with him at lunch. I'm like and he just started giggling, dude. I got a whole video on here where I imitate his stance, and he's just rolling. I'm imitating his his hop after he hits a bomb. Remember how it's cocky? Oh, yeah. I said you had the cockiest hop in baseball
1: history after you hit a bomb. He would grab his shirt and flick it like that. And Well, what about when it, when you said how many times did you steal third base or whatever? <laughs> how many triples did you hit? And he, he said, goes, I, I always stopped at second so I could steal third. <laughs> goes, that freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: said, hey, I go, how many triples you hit in your career? He goes, not that many.
1: Was he was he fun to hang out with? January? Oh my gosh, dude! So chill,
0: just so nice, and just loves. He's addicted to shotgunning. He would do good in this Jack Link's cup. How long's he been hunting for? He that was his first hunt of all time.
1: No, yeah. Really? He, te- he
0: texts me three times since saying, when are we going again? When are we going again? How do you get involved?
1: How do you get started or whatever?
0: Shooting with Blake Famey at the Martinez Duck Club. He uh or shooting the shooting gun club shooting clays. And then Blake's a big hunter, big, you know, big member of Cal hosts a lot of California waterfowl CWA events at his gun club. And Ricky's there. I mean, several baseball players there. I'm not going to name drop, but several major leaguers from the teams in that area um, that shoot there. Really? Yeah, legend baseball players, current baseball players, veterans. I mean, a lot of them shoot there. Ricky being one of them, and Ricky was Ricky filmed with us, and it
1: was so— Did you call him out for a single? Huh? Did you ever call him out for a single? I called him out on a foot race five times, and he wouldn't race me. Really? Yeah. In the
0: decoys, with street shoes on, on pavement, on gravel, he wanted nothing to do with it. Not that he wouldn't blow me away, but he's like, I ain't running. Why would I run? (laughs) Yeah, I already did all that. But I wanted to say, because I raced Deion Sanders at UNLV, I wanted to tell everybody that I raced the Ricky Henderson, the greatest hitter of all time, or greatest leadoff hitter of all time, holds the major league record for stolen bases in a career, stolen bases in a season, 130 in 1980 or 1981. It'll never be done again. And then, I don't know how many Silver Slug Awards and and All-Stars, first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know how many All Star games, but the best, dude. Did he know George? Oh yeah, he knows George.
1: Was how he fun a, is that was he a be? character like that?
0: Yeah, I mean Ricky Henderson remember his batting gloves and Mizuno oh, yeah. and everything. That he I used mean, to don't do? you think
1: uh, uh, he's kind of wh- who
0: Willie Mays Hayes was? I was going to say Willie
1: Mays Hayes is pretty much you know whatever uh, spun off of him. But
0: Ricky's story
1: is incredible. Ricky's story of how he got into baseball
0: and and how it all happened is pretty freaking special. So Jack Links. Thank you. We need to talk to Ricky. We should call him right now and be like, hey, you need to go shoot in this deal and get him down there. But he's addicted to hunting now, dude. That's pretty Uh, cool. Addicted. Today's topic of breaking it down, since we're in December, I've been having some pretty heated conversations over this topic. Because it pisses me off when people don't get things the way I get them. I don't want to be a know-it-all, but I know for a fact that christmas Vacation is the best Christmas movie made. No doubt about it. People have been trying to tell me... Like, Jennifer told me Elf is. I watched Elf last night. oh no. I giggled twice. Close. Now, I'm not saying it's not a feel-good movie, but it ain't no freaking shitter's fool. Oh,
1: and
0: dude. Dude, Cody Jinks was wearing his shirt the other day that said, You serious, Clark? <laughs> with a <the> question mark. <laughs> <laughs> <one. laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. Cody Jinks was wearing that. He was, like, taking a Christmas picture with, like, these Santa
1: hats on with his, his crew and his band, and he's wearing a gray shirt that says, You serious, Clark? The, uh... <laughs> There's a whole house somewhere. I think it's in Chicago, and it's it's where the Griswolds were filmed, right? Yeah, it, and it's decorated exactly like the movie set. Like it's got you know the the RV out front with Cousin Eddie friggin' holding the sewer sign. It's got the cop car. It's got all the lights on the house and everything, dude. It's hilarious. No, it, li, here's what's funny and sad at the same time. I took I didn't take as not paid for, but I I convinced Jillian's whole family to go to. Uh, uh, you know, private theater last summer during or winter during COVID, when you could rent the whole theater, you know, for like a hundred bucks, and there's all these titles and Christmas Vacation. I was like, Christmas Vacation's a no brainer. Were but they I, all Were they all holiday movies? No, you could have seen other stuff, but there was a few holidays. But uh I was like the only one laughing, and I'm like, D- do you guys not get this? Or they is were
0: it- the, you were the only one laughing?
1: Yeah, dude, I, the first I, scene is when she goes. Is-
0: she can't, she'll have to see it later, Clark. Her eyes are closed yeah. shut. But the whole that's, thing that
1: when, when he goes under the truck and all, everything, dude. It's so Griswold.
0: Dude. There's only one scene in the movie that I would take out. And I say it every time. If you can get this, I'm going to give you $100. Let's see if we agree on this. The There's one, one scene, scene I take out of that movie that just does not fit the movie at all. Part of it does. Part of this scene is funny that comes back into play a few minutes after the original scene that I'm discussing right now takes place.
1: Oh yeah, you don't like the sledding.
0: Oh yeah, I told you before. Yeah. Do I have to give yeah, you hundred yeah. bucks on that? No,
1: because I did. Know I think that the you sledding like is that. too much.
0: The Walmart parking lot, but that later on when, when he picks it, up, he picks and he, it up and, and <laughs> he's Eddie,
1: looking it at it's all burnt out. That's funny, dude. The part when he's loading the but forty I mean, pound bags agree? of dog food. I in. I know we
0: haven't got there yet. I you said Walmart, but do you agree <laughs> that that's too much? The sledding scene with Clark going down the hill.
1: It's almost like it's far fetched. It's too far fetched. But I do like the, the dialogue when he says, and, if, and if, if, I get, if I were to dent that, then my part just ain't going to look right. <laughs> Cousin Eddie has some good verbal. Yeah. On. I'm talking, the, But the, yeah, the, the whole when he's ripping through everything. It probably and, could have
0: been cut shorter. I don't yeah. know. But the Walmart scene that you're talking about, they walk in. <clears throat> sorry. They walk in, and the cart's pretty much empty. And he puts the bag of Olroy, which is the Walmart brand, mm-hmm. down. Then he gets two bags of Purina with the red and The big checkers, bags, too, yeah. The big bags. And then 10 feet later, he puts two more big bags of old Roy <laughs> on top of the Perina yes.
1: bags for
0: that dog that he tells Clark it's best just to let him finish.
1: He's got a little Mississippi leg hound in him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How could you not laugh? Oh,
1: my God. The moose cups? The Dude, moose
0: cups that they're filling I, up with eggnog? I have one at home. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I was going to buy them. They're 29
1: bucks for I know. two. I got one, I think, for like 29 bucks. I just bought one just for... I, I always use it on Christmas Eve. Freaking love it. I don't
0: want to get off of this because there's so much good to come out of Christmas. Okay, and it's you have to watch it every year. Okay,
1: many I, many times you die hard
0: is on that list for people of cr- a good Christmas movie. Good die Hard's a good movie, but it it's not really spirit, right? It's not in the Christmas spirit, in my opinion.
1: And I haven't seen it in years, which shows you it's not that great.
0: Elf, do you like Elf? It's okay.
1: Christmas it's story,
0: love it. Love it, but it's not on. It's not on the level no. of.
1: It's like vacation. that's like a kid's movie. And
0: have you seen Christmas with the Cranks?
1: Yes, I don't remember it, so it couldn't have been that good.
0: See, I heard the other day that it's funny and that I need to watch it, so I'm doing it tonight. Now, have you seen Bad Moms Christmas? No, this is a funny movie, but it's nasty. You cannot have a kid anywhere near it. Well, I you was can just... have a kid watch Christmas Vacation and Elf. Oh, there yeah. are some f words. There are some cuss words. It when Clark loses it at the end of, but and there's some like. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? bend, yeah, bend, bend over, over and I'll, and I'll show,
1: show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, it's never going to fit in way. our yard. It's not going in our yard. <laughs> Russ going to the living room. <laughs> a lot of sap. A lot of sap. <laughs> Don't you see that? You see the one chick's uh, cans too, right, when she comes out of the pool, or does he stop her short? <laughs> no, he stops her short. Yeah. Yeah, he I was thinking a of a uh, fast time. You, you see
0: her hip line right here. See, those oh, yeah. are the ones I'm wearing right now. You, see, no
1: line. You see that, Russ? You can't see the line. <laughs> Is, it is, it's the best goes, movie ever.
0: She goes, he goes, that's mine. She goes, tis the season to be married. Oh, that's my name. No, no shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: not in the sense that you think I have a log.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is just classic oh, Chevy Chase humor. Like, oh. There's nobody better, in my opinion. Vince Vaughn's there for current actors. Yeah. Will Ferrell has some funny stuff, but he overdoes it, in my opinion. But you take Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, and Steve Martin... Oh yeah, the way that those guys could improv, and and the way that they could m- get the audience to get into what they're doing, like that that scene with that lady Chevy Chase is like sells it for literally like four minutes. He has like how many different jokes in that line, and he's it's and he's just popping them off, and they're all funny. Oh and, yeah. In thirty years after the movie's made, you're still laughing, and a little bit nipply. out, uh, not nipply. You know, it's <laughs> like you're still laughing at that shit. Oh yeah. Like, that's a great comedic actor to be able to pull that off when a lot of humor is so generic in movies to me. There's so much terrible humor, in my opinion, in quote-unquote comedy movies, right? There, I just, there's nothing that compares to Fletch. And the, in Vacation Part 1, oh, oh my yeah. God, dude. I mean, that movie was absolutely hilarious. So for you to say that your family and in-laws was not laughing at Christmas vacation, that's –
1: maybe they were it's just scary. laughing. Did they have a mask on? You couldn't hear them? no. I just, I don't know. Maybe I forced them into watching something. Maybe they'd seen it a bunch. And I I could I I'll, I'll watch that movie every year. Have I'm, you watched it this year? I haven't yet. What? Uh-uh. Dude, uh huh. Dude, you're coming well, down the wire. Oh, dude, no way. It's only the fifteenth. You I sure always watch it? Christmas Story on Christmas Day. I've already got one in. I've already. I'm watching Cranks tonight. Do you watch? Uh, I was thinking Home Alone. Is that? Oh on your list? That, that's
0: another one that we we're going to bring up. Is. <clears throat> I don't know about the New York one but the original the original is freaking hilarious. I like it too. Joe Pesci?
1: Oh man. Hammer. The Wet Bandits. Hammer
0: and Apparently some Apparently they have Colton. a new one. They have a new home alone? Yeah. Or like newer that's like didn't go to theaters or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Nothing's going to theaters anymore, right? It's to Yeah, right, some streaming. of the new
0: movies coming out are only exclusively in theaters.
1: That's what I think. Nothing beats going to a theater and I know that I you're going go to go off on a years. tangent. I know, but I love it, dude. We the used last to go movie once a I week. saw
0: in a theater was uh was it the new it probably 3 years ago 2 or 3 years ago with Stephen King I went and saw it like an idiot that was the dumbest thing I've ever done and right before that the one I saw right before that was Tarantino's new movie uh a day in the life of Hollywood or a day I haven't oh, seen that oh, it's good dude, it's so good I saw it 3 3 times but you have to watch Tarantino movies multiple times pulp fiction I had to watch like 10 times to yeah. get it all
1: I I I watched a uh, Texas chainsaw massacre in the theaters that was the, the newer uh, one that, yeah like newer 10 years ago or however long ago it was you know but yeah that wasn't a good that was i mean it was good but it was to see all that gnarly on the big screen was yeah it it screwed me up a little bit i like going to the theater though i thought you and i went didn't you and i go see one of the fast and furious when we were stuck in some little town or something like that
0: not me i've never seen one
1: huh I remember I went to a theater somewhere. I was stuck somewhere. but
0: I went to the theater in Oklahoma on a rainout day of duck and goose hunting two or three years ago and watched The Mule, Clint Eastwood, and I literally was ready to walk out of it. Now, I love Clint, and I loved uh, – what was the one where he did right before that when he's in the neighborhood?
1: Oh, yeah. I love that movie. El, uh, come on, dude. Oh, Look it up. It I just watched Schegger. it. Not good.
0: I cannot believe I don't know the name of that movie. He should have won every Grand Torino. Yes, Grand Torino.
1: He should. I didn't won even it. look at that, by the way. I know you didn't look, but he should have won every award for that. Oh my God, it's the best. Well, that's I, dude. I just watched it not that long ago. It like gives you like chills. How good he is! It's it? insane. Um, but
0: the ne- the mule sucked. I haven't seen it, but and I heard is, that you gotta watch it. And like my whole description of it was Clint Eastwood had two days to make a movie, and he did what he could in two days because it sucked. It was predictable. It was generic. It was not good. Mm. It was just not good. Um, were you at Toby Keith this year at the concert when he gave that speech about Clint Eastwood and then played that video of the song he wrote him? He golfs with Clint Eastwood all the time. It no. was
1: so patriotic. Is Clint Eastwood still alive? Yeah, he's in yeah. his 90s. Yeah. And he just made a movie not that long ago. That's the mule you're talking about, I guess, huh? Um, Three years ago, two years yeah, ago? Yeah, that
0: was the mule. When he becomes a drug runner. He's an old man. He, yeah. They make him a drug runner, and it's uh, it's not good. But anyway, Christmas movies... Do you think it is anti-sacrilegious, let's say, for lack of better terms, to watch Christmas Vacation in a month other than December? And have you ever? Because it's that good of a movie to me. I for sure have.
1: Uh, but, I'll, I'll watch it any time. But is
0: that like a like? Is that something that you can't go to sleep at night because you're guilt feel guilty now? Because it's almost like it has to be around the holidays.
1: I I I think I enjoy it a little bit more around the holidays, but I will watch it any time. And I definitely watched it probably like four months ago.
0: As festive as Clark was in that movie. Overdid the lights. Like, <laughs> you just don't see people do that. It was so hilarious when the, the his wife would be going in and unplugging it and plugging it back in and oh checking the God. breaker. And Audrey's like doing this. And when he freaking, hands Russ
1: that big knot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Start working
0: on that. Um, as festive as he is. I mean, the house is decorated. He's got the moose cups for eggnog. He's everybody brags about how much they love the holidays and then you see a movie like that and they like want to kill themselves because the in-laws are around right with all the fighting and the bickering and the bitching and all this stuff my question though or my comment to you is how festive do you want to be in your adulthood now I found myself getting so needy for fest, festive feelings around the Christmas, meaning that I'm on the road a bunch and everything is so rushed and everything is here today, gone tomorrow, right? Like I love the hunt and I love the cooking the meal and I love the campfire and I love the music. And then all of a sudden I'm on to the next spot. Like, I want everything to be authentic, right? But it's hard to dig your fingernails into something when you're here today, gone tomorrow. You might be at a camp for five days, but that's still not that long. And that's what brings you back, right, is the anticipation of going back. It's sadness leaving, but it's always the anticipation of getting back. Christmas time, I literally am begging right now for this time to go slow. I want the lights, I want the music, I mm-hmm. want the caroling, I want the eggnog, I want the brandy, I want the meals, I want the sugar, I want the cookies, I want I'm not gonna overindulge. But now at this point in my life, I that's what I'm finding sanctity in of of being festive at Christmas. Now, I'll say in the same breath, I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. I respect the history of Thanksgiving and the settlers and the Native Americans and, and everything that came with it. But I'm not so high on Thanksgiving that I won't miss it because I'm guilty. I miss Thanksgiving a lot. I do too. Because I'm hunting mallards. (laughs) You might be hunting elk or sheep or whatever y'all are doing. Clint missed Thanksgiving this year because of elk hunt. Yeah. I won't miss Christmas with my family. Never have, never will. Nah, that's a Some people in the hunting industry have because they're hunting in that time of year. I won't miss it. it, The mallard hunting in the timber of Arkansas can be on, let's say the split's not going on and it's legal to hunt them, I'm not going to be in Arkansas just because the mallards are in the timber. Right. But I will miss Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if that sits true with you because you're a pretty – you're a guy that's like, eh, marriage. Yeah, 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 no, yeah,
1: but I do, I do love – I love – I'll tell you, I, I put up lights two years ago, but it just – dude, the effort to put them up and then take them down. it Like, I was going to do it this year again. I didn't. But I have a Grinch – Uh, like a foam core Grinch that I put on my roof with a spotlight and it looks like he's going in the chimney kind of, I have that up and then I've been listening to Christmas music in my truck and in my house all the time. That was
0: funny what you said at the Jamie Johnson concert the other night. There was what? something you said the other night about about we were in the car or something, and you said put music on. You said put Christmas music on. Oh, yeah. That was pretty key. Yeah. But you said a lot of other shit that people were asking me about the next day. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the night at all? <laughs> not not a whole lot of it. <laughs> was it one of the funnest nights we've had in a long time? Oh, my God. Was Jamie dude. awesome or what?
1: Dude, so good. It was funny because I got home, and I just brushed my teeth and went to bed. And then I woke up the next morning, and Jilly was – like, so how was it or whatever? And I literally had to say, did I tell you anything about last night? Cause I couldn't remember. And I didn't want to tell her all the same stories over again, you know, but Oh my God, it was fun. wait a minute though. I got to ask before we
0: go back to you're telling me what you do for
1: Christmas, the picture of you and Jamie, was that a selfie? Oh yeah.
0: Did you ask him, did he comment on your beard at all? Cause he's
1: got a healthy beard. Oh no. Yeah. I, well, I said, do you remember uh, this part. Yeah. I said, uh, I said, Hey, we got to get a selfie since we pretty much have the same beard. And he was like, they're not the same. <laughs> But then when you look at that picture, they're pretty close. Uh, he just, are you gonna he frame just has that huge hair. Are you going to frame it? That's oh, a yeah. sick picture, dude. You think if I print it out, you could mail it to him and have him sign it for me? Oh, yeah. Dude, his, his, oh, his, dude. his show is legit. Is, are they not the best? Oh, my God. Two, hour, two Two hours and 20 minutes of just badass country music. You, you know what I like the most? And I know we're going on a tangent. We do that from time to time. He's got what? 15 people up on stage with him. He's a Willie, the new Willie Nelson. And a lot of bands are selfish because they only make so much per show, right? And they got to split it up with who's there. Yeah. So that's the four-piece bands, the three-piece bands. Those are the money makers, right? You, you're splitting it between three guys. He doesn't give a shit. He wants Eww. to put on a badass show. He's got 15, 20. He's got a backup singer that... I mean, she was wearing a Mickey Mouse coat, you know, saying a few notes here and there. She's going to get a cut of that show. Great. Yeah. She, it, the parts she sings are well warranted. You know what I mean? She never got up there and did a solo that yeah, I the, remember. the
0: choreography and the tightness and the close, the knitness of that band. They're so, dude, when they do Merle Haggard songs, those songs are difficult. Oh, God. Difficult. And they tear it. Like Misery and Gin, that's one of the hardest. I've heard that's a really, really hard country song to do. And they just light it up. I love it. But that anyway, song. I agree 100%. Jamie has to have one of the most selfless attitudes in life of like, look, I could probably... Because I've seen Jamie with just a guitar. Cut just down, him, yeah. And he'll sell out that same theater with just him. But he goes in there because he understands the history, the culture of that band, of that steel guitars. He's got mm-hmm. Cowboy on the steel, and he's got the drums, and he's got the... He's got the three b- horn players. Horn dude. players. He gets it because Merle Haggard had horn players. Yep. Waylon had horns sometimes. So they, he gets that that he's paying homage to what country music really was. You'll never hear Jamie Johnson talk shit about another musician. He won't. He won't be like, oh, this bro country. He just don't do it. He won't do it because, freak, what? He don't care. He's the best.
1: He's the king, yeah. He's the
0: best. People could say, no, dude, and I love Aldean. Or you could say, oh, Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan could sing a country song, but he ain't country to me much anymore. You could say that Chris Stapleton's the best voice. He's unreal. He's a hammer. But Jamie Johnson's right there with him, I promise you. Now with songwriting? Jamie Johnson's songwriting is unfricking real mm-hmm. I will put that Lonesome Song album, song-to-song, song, up against any country album of all time. Yep. There are some other ones. Hank Jr.'s got some albums that will blow your mind. But I will put – I put Jamie Johnson on my Mount Rushmore of country singers.
1: I love that he's up there, no cowboy hat, no sparkly jeans, no none of that shit, dude. <laughs> dude – the he's more before. like a like a biker truck driver for he's you know, he's like his old school country, dude. He's just Jer- badass. Yeah,
0: he really is. Uh, and his music though, man, when they light it up, they're just they're so polished. I saw him the night before that in Vegas. Yeah. And you talk about intimate. It was intimate. I was like literally eight feet from Jamie while I was singing. And I was like, God, would you give anything to be able to do that to deliver that song?
1: Did your it, mind ever wander off if he going to call you out on stage and ask you just to sing a couple notes with him. No, it wonders the other way
0: of like, why are you standing so close
1: to me? (laughs) (laughs) Can can we get him to back up a couple of feet? (laughs) Security. Can you get this weird? Hey, Wally, just back a few feet. Uh, You know, what was funny, dude. I don't, you know, whatever. But so their sound guy, you know, he's doing all the sound and obviously he's monitoring 13 different channels or whatever, however many people up there. And I think he had to go take a leak and Wally stood in for him. You know, on the freaking boards and all that stuff. But the dude ran. Like you were talking about the tightness and like, that's a committed, you know, he's a member of the band he's in a way. Dude, dude, that's commitment, right? He, run, he, he doesn't think he's better than anybody else. He runs to the bathroom, he runs right back out, gets back on the board. It's pretty cool, man. You know, Wally
0: wrote Between Jennings and Jones. Really? Yeah, which is one of my favorite Jamie Johnson songs. That song, you know which one I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, that's one of my w- favorites. Wally wrote that with Jamie. That's a badass song yeah and I love how Jamie puts that new line about God in the end of it now instead of the books instead of the record store, but yeah what a great great night, but yeah, back to what you're doing you hung up hung up a grinch do you have Grinches do you, have sell, on the roof. Do, you have, do you have decorations inside yeah got got some stuff inside does uh, your bulldog wear a little christmas fest?
1: He has two of them yeah. with reindeer horns? please tell me no 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 no, i wish uh he has yeah he has he hates them though he he doesn't want to wear that stuff, but he does have a couple of them, but you know what i what you you touched on something that I hate a little bit about the holidays, and that is the hustle and bustle.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why the, you got to pump the brakes and hit the slowdown button. Yeah, I dude. don't like going to the mall. I'm not into that no. part of it. I didn't say that. No,
1: no, no. But even like the, you know, like I don't know. You you gotta you you want to have some people over here, but you got to go to your mom's house, and maybe you got to stop by Clint's house. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate all that running around that. I love it when I get there, but I hate the hustle of getting there, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot going on that you like when the when the when Chevy Chase and everyone's just kind of hanging out at his house and it's slowed down. And that's when I think he's like enjoying it the most, you know, kind of in between dinner and shit before the cat blows up. Like, that's the part of like the best.
0: The best is probably when they leave him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just by himself. Oh, and he's nostal- in the attic. Nostalgia, Dude, that's which is hilarious. And yeah. Ray Charles singing. Oh.
1: When he puts all the his grandma's clothes on, he's got that turban on. And, and that's shit.
0: another part of the movie that, like, did they really did need to, it. D- yeah, like, three boards have to hit him in the face. Yeah. I'm not picking apart the movie, which I I guess I kind of am, but, like, that scene by itself, just dressing up in them clothes was hilarious. I know. And, the, and, and just, you know, like,
1: the little tear, and then he falls through the thing. Like, that's all that scene really needed, but I guess— But
0: I was watching it the other night, and, and these, the guys I'm with are the— People I'm with were like, why didn't he just crawl out of that hole? Why didn't he just crawl out of that hole and, like, like get up and then go in head first and, like, slim me off that bunk bed? Why don't the that's, girls
1: on Friday the 13th just sprint the entire time, dude? They yeah. definitely get away yeah. from why Jason. Why do they go
0: to where Jason is? You right. Know? Or why does Freddy Krueger always? But that's the thing is that I know it's a movie, but, like, there were certain parts, like the the sled, this you know, the sledding and that the boards hitting him in the face. That part of the, you know, finding old presents that they forgot up there. Yeah. There's he, a lot of meaning in a lot of that stuff. When he
1: falls through the sheetrock onto the bunk bed, dude. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. And he just dude. stands there. Yeah, he just, but he just stands you there. You know how many people have fallen through the sheetrock in the their attic and He dude? saws off the knob on oh, the top yeah. of the staircase. Fix the old knob with null post. <laughs> dude, how about that Elaine is the neighbor and she's terrible? How <laughs> uh, did this water get in here? Yeah. I don't know, Margot. <laughs> he says. I'm going to pour a glass of wine. I'm going to kiss every inch of your body after a shower. Of course. Of course. They're like the worst people in the world. (laughs) The worst, huh?
0: They are. But they, that whole movie from beginning to end, it has a lot of just a cool symbolism and meaning in it of, you know, and I know that like an elf, the whole deal is about spirit. His dad's on the naughty list and he's going to New York or Chicago or wherever he goes, New York, to, to bring spirit back into his dad's life. It's a cool story. And I guess my brothers were telling me that they've offered Will Ferrell big money to do part two. And we'll he it. said no to play Buddy the Elf because he said that movie was perfect. It is a good movie. And he says, you just can't make it any better. It's funny. And it's, he says, I don't want to ruin it, which that's cool because a lot of movies get ruined. Yeah. By <laughs> by doing too much or too many repeats.
1: Like the I, Vacations pretty much all stand on their own. But the Vegas one is kind of lame. Like so The
0: European one's okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. It has some funny stuff it in does, it, too. but the
0: Vegas one that was kind of when they jumped the shark,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What about Hangover? Like, first one, insane, back uh, Thailand, insane. People don't like three. I love three, I, I laugh my ass off on part three. I John like Goodman. three too,
1: man. The yeah, the first two though are I don't know if we can talk about it here, but the scene when they're in that Thai uh strip club. Oh god, no! We can't talk about that on here.
0: That that movie pushed it's, every envelope, dude. Is there another? Police Academy had like six or seven comedy in a in a in a what do you call that? A catalog or a yeah. uh, 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 series? No. Uh, what's a baseball team called? Oh, Dynasty. No. What's the word I'm looking for? Now it's totally leaving me. What is that called when you have three or four movies in a
1: lineup? No. Now you screwed me up with baseball.
0: I'm screwed up, too. It is a baseball term. Campaign? No, not campaign, which is a good movie with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All of the movies put together, what is that called?
1: See, I don't know. You can call it a
0: catalog, but there's a there's a term that is... When you take all six movies together, yeah, look it up. Maybe I'm going to we'll, look it up while you if finish If you find this, thought. that'll be pretty legit. <laughs> you can take all six movies and put them together in Police Academy, and they call it a, the, oh, man, I'm an idiot. But anyway, you have a trilogy with.
1: Three, right? With
0: Hangover, right? What other movies in comedy have been able to do that on trilogy or on three and, and keep it that funny? Godfather did it with 3, which a lot of people say 3 wasn't that good. I love it. You finding it what you call um, when you have a series yeah, of something? They're,
1: they're just calling it a series, a saga. I don't know.
0: I don't even know if I can remember the word I'm thinking of. Anyway, I don't know. Like, to do what they did with Hangover, I think, is challenging. To keep people's it's attention. It's With that, to keep it – like, there was trilogies and Die Hard action stuff.
1: Yeah, I remember back in like Van Damme, they weren't all the same, but they were all pretty much the same, you know. But yeah, but I'm talking about like the same title.
0: Oh, like yeah. it, I think it's hard to do that
1: in comedy. I think the 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 Rockies do it right. When did the when did when did Rocky lose it? I don't know, dude. Rocky one was
0: award winning. Yeah. Rocky two was amazing. Three was his biggest one with. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, right, and then four was Dolph Lundgren in Russia, which
1: I still think was good.
0: Oh, amazing! Five,
1: I think I was going to was say Tommy Morrison. I think five might have been where Tommy they Morrison. lost it.
0: Five and six, I, I think they started going away from the authentic or like the the because now you <clears throat> you're probably trying to get the people that watched the original ones that were unreal, that age group or that generation, and they're kind of like, eh, it's a little little, it's not the it's not Rocky anymore. Yeah. He's too old. He's not Rocky Balboa bouncer. <clears throat> like when he went to Russia and did that training with Dolph Lundgren. Like that was badass. That's after the best Dolph scene killed in that Apollo movie. Creed. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Amazing. But that's I think after 4 I, but I heard that these other ones called Creed are awesome. I haven't seen them.
1: I saw the first one. It it was he pretty was good. He was up for the Oscar. Yeah. In in one of those Creed movies. It was uh, It was not I guess sad. Sat. It was It was good, man. I left Creed thinking it was good. I never saw the second one. There's two of them, right, or something like that.
0: I think there's two. I'm not a big movie watcher much anymore, dude. I, mean, I, I, I watch
1: I, none of the new stuff. I know really. we're
0: talking about classics. I'll, I'll watch Wedding Crashers five times a year, guaranteed. I just watched it the other day. Hilarious, right?
1: Watch Step, Step Brothers the other day. We've
0: talked about that on here. It's the funniest movie ever made, mm-hmm. in my opinion. All-around funniest movie ever made. It blows step, wa- step brothers out of the water oh hangover's great
1: super bad's insanely funny oh yeah he uh he i just heard a an interview with him and i watched uh wolf of Wall street the other day but what is he uh
0: oh my god i love that movie
1: what is he he's doing something that's it's way out of his leonardo no uh Vibs? seth oh seth
0: yeah, he's in Wolf of Wall Street.
1: He's the heroine again. The yeah, but he's getting ready to do a movie that just seemed strange to me that he was doing it. I can't remember what it is now.
0: Seth, what's his name?
1: Uh, it's not Seth Rogen. No. You're talking uh, about
0: uh, the guy that was in Superbad? Yeah. Co- what is his name called? Dude, we're off today. <laughs> Don't look it up. I have to. No. Is it, his name Seth? No, his name's
1: Seth in the movie. Seth in the movie. That's why I've screwed up. That's because up. it's
0: about Seth Rogen. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, it's about, that movie's about Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah. I guess Seth Rogen's in it, too, but. uh... Jonah Hill, new movie. The Batman,
0: 2022. Is that the one you're talking about?
1: No, it's a different one, dude.
0: Really? He's in The Batman. Don't Look Up. Leonardo DiCaprio. Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill, Don't Look Up, is the new one I see in here, with Leonardo. Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy are doing a Netflix movie, maybe.
1: I just heard it on something the other day, and it just doesn't, it didn't fit like his character, and that's what they were kind of talking about, that it doesn't fit his character, but we could go on another tangent about him, Wolf of Wall Street and that character.
0: Oh, so freaking good, dude. That whole movie.
1: It's so good, dude. Oh, that Ray. dude that dude comes the real uh 4, All Street with Dex's name. We're we're way off. We can't think of that guy. I don't know. I never knew his name really. Oh. He uh he he's got a house in Tahoe. He comes here quite a bit. He's out of prison? Yeah. He didn't do very much time.
0: You know it's another great Leonardo movie is the departed. Oh
1: my god. It's one of the best. So good. The scene when uh him and Wahlberg are going at it in the cop lounge. Yeah. Dude. I want to see that again. We need to watch that. We need to
0: start doing Soprano Sunday and then turn it into like the Godfathers and the Departeds and
1: Pete With That's another great uh, catalog of movies, the Godfathers.
0: All three of them. I just said that, Il Padrino.
1: I guess that's trilogy. Did you see
0: my signed bottles of wine by Francis Ford Coppola? They're in the house. I oh, I was going to say, you're looking behind me. I haven't seen anything back here. I was looking at Leith Lofton ripping uh, on that guitar right there. You were looking at, at that single girl. But Christmas movies were in agreement that Christmas vacation is number one. There's no, there's no question. I agree. That's my that's my stance. I that. do
1: watch the story, though, every year, too. Oh, I, I love think, it. Fragile. I think it's Fragile. Fragile. But it's not like a funny. No, I think it's just more of a tradition movie. It stands
0: the test of time, though. Oh, dude, they do the
1: 24-hour marathon on TBS so still.
0: Frosty the Snowman cartoon, and Charlie Brown Christmas. Twenty-four hour thing. Have you ever seen the Grinch? I've never seen the Grinch with Jim Carrey.
1: Oh yeah, is it good? Yeah, yeah. Really, I like the cartoon Grinch. I'm too. Not a big
0: fan of Jim Carrey, but maybe back then I was when he was in Living Color and Dumb and Dumber and Liar Liar. Grinch is good. Dumb and Dumber. The Grinch is good. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of predictable, though. He probably gets oh, turned the other way with Spirit at the end.
1: It's it's yeah. It's just a remake of the cartoon, really. But it's still pretty good. He, you know. He does his overacting deal in it a lot, which is his deal. At least was, not anymore, right? Have you
0: seen these houses that do these huge lights and music experiences? There's one right down here. You ought to see it. It is, you turn your station, you turn to a radio station.
1: Oh, and it plays music that goes along with it? It's unfreaking freaking real I just saw one on- It's got
0: to be three weeks to set these lights up.
1: That's what I, like I said, man, I put my lights up and then I got to have them down like a week later or you considered a redneck and it just wasn't worth it for me i can't even believe the the guys that i love having them up though you gotta have them up you gotta have you gotta be
0: festive i got the grinch up there is it wrong to be festive though do you like look at people and be like oh you idiot like with all them lights i love it dude This one guy down the street has got an airplane with Snoopy in it and freaking got all this shit going. It's awesome.
1: Dude, there's a neighborhood. Think about
0: when we were kids, we wanted to go and see that stuff and drive around. we go to Hidden Valley all the time and look at it. I want that for our kids. I want them to drive around and see cool stuff, you know?
1: Right by my house, uh, Candy Cane Court, they call it. That's not what it is. But the whole cul-de-sac, it's like three houses and then a cul-de-sac. So whatever, six, eight, ten houses. And at the very back of it, they have a drum for canned food. But every single house is like over the top. And it's they invite people to drive through, but they want you to drop a can of food in the bucket when you go by for the food bank. But it's legit, dude. They call it Candy Cane Lane, and every house is like Griswold's. Not as good as Griswold's, but they're all done up. Well,
0: Griswold's wasn't that good. It was just,
1: it was ugly as shit.
0: It was. What about when the
1: ladder falls? But a down? lot. What about when the ladder falls down? I <laughs> <gonna> love it. <laughs>
0: Um, and He just looks at the camera like dude, I meant he, to
1: do that when he kicks Santa Claus off that slag. Oh sleigh, my god, dude! dude. Just loses it,
0: absolutely loses it. The squirrel wasn't far fetched to me because of where they got the tree. Right. So I love that was funny to me. The lot of sap when he's pulling the pages out of the oh magazine, my god. the lampshade.
1: That's and he, the he grabs her hair. Those little things are what people just. I don't know if they just glaze they don't over do that them, in but, movies oh anymore. My god, I That's laughed just, so hard at that. It's so
0: funny because it brings back what the original joke was.
1: Right pretty cool a lot, yeah, a lot of sap a lot of sap a lot of
0: sap and it doesn't stop, it doesn't stop there right it's like and then the whole deal with the story of how he can't stand that cousin Eddie's there like drives him nuts at that, that or don't go falling in love with it clark and it's leaving with us here <laughs> next, next month. month like that he despises his brother-in-law but then his brother-in-law is the one that goes and makes everything happen for their bonus. Right. Like that's a cool story that his brother-in-law is kind of blinded by the fact that he's so despised because whether it's the position he's put his family in, the way mm-hmm. that his kids are, the, the just how pretty like gross he is, right? But Randy Quaid's a whack job, by the way. But anyway, he played that part perfect. Perfect. But I like how it comes full circle to where he goes, drive you out in the desert, kill you, leave you for dead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um and then he's the one that brings the boss back to the house. And the boss is like, I can't press charges. These guys are right. Yeah. It's kind of the same theme in Elf. It's kind of the same theme in The Grinch. Like, Christmas spirit. You're yeah. spirit, right? And that's where the thesis of this talk was, or the theme of this talk was for me, is that I don't want to lose that spirit. I don't want to lose the, lo- the, the love of things that got us to where we are. And Christmas was a big part of that. You'd oh, yeah. load up in dad's car, and dad took the time with mom to drive us around to look at all those lights. Yeah. And they get excited. Open a present on Christmas Eve. Leave Santa cookie and
1: milk. Yeah.
0: Now, do dude, kids know there's no such thing as Santa by like five years old because of the internet, you know? It's not even the same.
1: Dude, did your parents make you go to bed super early on Christmas Eve? Oh, yeah, and, and piss you off. After oh. we
0: got back from church. A lot of times, no, because we had midnight mass.
1: Oh, you'd go to midnight mass? And then come
0: midnight. home and just be so jerk, just jacked up, man, like what what is when are we waking up i remember 1982 or 83 i got michael jackson thriller and all these like soft sided folders for third grade fourth oh, grade yeah. whatever i was in um and i just i remember christmas is so vividly chocolate chip cookies the turkey the hams the yep. wild game snow on the ground icicles like it's the
1: Best time of year. Do kids even sled anymore? Like, do you remember sledding when we oh, were dude, kids? Like Getting
0: pulled behind my dad's truck? Like, I don't know if it's, it was legal.
1: Right. Like, you couldn't do that shit anymore what we it, did. It would, sl- it would snow like a quarter of an inch, dude, and we'd be out there trying to jump a sled on something. Oh, yeah. I don't think kids even play outside no. anymore.
0: No. I mean, I, I've never really got into snowmobiling, but I love being... I've never been a skier, a snow skier or a snowmobiler, but I love sledding, and I love being in the mountains in the snow.
1: You snowmobiled like, with... Brian from Federal, didn't you?
0: A couple. I mean, I've done it. I've never gotten into it. I mean, I enjoy it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's It's cold. I like to go kill a big animal on a snowmobile. I think that'd be cool to go across the glacier after a polar bear or something.
1: (laughs) Maybe, maybe hunt a
0: human, you know, like the real, the (laughs) real real, game. The real. (laughs) I don't know what a quail even looks like. I don't even know what a quail even looks like. Yeah, freaking Bradley Cooper and Wedding Crashers. God, we could break that movie down again. Maybe Absolute we should just genius. break down movies nonstop on here, Cisco and Ebert style, giving yeah. a thumb up or thumb down.
1: Between the two of us, I bet we've seen four thousand movies, and
0: I remember a lot about a lot of them. A I, lot of them,
1: I do remember a lot. The good stuff.
0: Um, but Christmas spirit is important. I want to keep it alive. Like you, very you can get lazy, and oh, you can yeah. look at it through your own eyes of like, oh, no, I don't want to decorate. You just got to take it down. Oh, I don't want M&Ms. I mean, red and green M&Ms, holy shit, that's the best thing in the world to see a dish of those things. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, like, get diabetes, but I want to eat some red and green M&Ms at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. so Maybe even some peanut M&Ms. I want,
1: I want hot buttered rums. Yeah, hot buttered
0: rums. I want eggnog. Oh, my gosh, I want it all. I'm going to have mm-hmm. one tonight. Oh, yeah. But that, that, I don't want to lose that. In ver- I think a lot of it has to do with kids. I, when Alyssa brings that spirit back in me when I see how giddy she gets. Like the other day, I very easily could have just sat on my couch and watched her decorate the tree. I was up freaking fired up, lining tinsel, wrapping tinsel, wrapping lights, putting all these new she goes out and like throws all my ornaments away and she says they're done yeah we're not putting them purple things up here anymore <laughs> boom we've got new ornaments she's all proud of them we got all of our custom you know family heirloom ornaments on there and I that I don't want to lose it no. you know you want to see it through a kid's eyes like how important it is it not you know you could take the religious part of it and it being Jesus's birthday and all of that stuff but I don't want to lose the spirit of it you can be spiritual and you don't have to be over the top religion religious i don't like to bring religion into a lot of things i believe in god i'm a baptized catholic i understand all of it but i don't like to bring it into a lot of things so i like to talk about spirituality and being spiritual and 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 having a relationship with the man upstairs but also understanding that there's a lot that goes into this holiday that has a lot to do with just the absolute spirit i don't I'm not going to sit there and go. You have to base every single Christmas belief on religion. I just can't be that guy. No. So I don't want to lose my spirit over it. And I see Alyssa and Chase and these kids get so giddy over it. Like, how could you? I don't want to lose that. You know, you you quit getting presents some t- at some point in your life. Oh, 100%. I don't need another gift. No. I want to give as many as I can, but I also don't want to commercialize it to where it's just like, "Hey, Merry Christmas! Here's a here's a gift card." Right. You know, like I did, I talked to you before this podcast about getting some gift cards at your place because I want to be able to help out where I feel like I'm helping out or be able to give gifts or give to the homeless or give to the, 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 the feed, you know, the feed lines and the food lines that, that are out there of the needy. There's a lot of things that you can look at what Christmas means. I don't want to lose that spirit of any of that. No. It's about family. It's about friends. It's about parties. It's about giving to the homeless, giving to the needy, giving to the hungry, giving to kids and orphans and all
1: this stuff. There's a ton to do. Yeah. The, the Christmas morning when you get older has less of a meaning. It's all the the leading up to, you know, and the dinner and, you know, party, like you said, parties and hanging out with all your friends and family and stuff. And like the gift, the gift part of, I mean, like you said, at some point you just, it goes away in, in unless, the fun. Unless it's the gift
0: that keeps on giving all year round, Clark. <laughs> it's a jam of the month club. A jelly of the month club. It is, though. I, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's so, it's every, all this time right now, yeah. without the hustle and bustle, I could care less if I ever go into a mall again. Now, look, that's not Christmas to me. No. I like the snowman. I like the idea of going and sitting on Santa's lap when you were a kid. And if I have grandkids someday, maybe that happens. But I might just dress up like Santa myself and let him sit on my lap. I don't like that hustle and bustle of a mall, the parking lot. You know, the other thing that pisses no. me off? I want to freaking hurt these criminals that center in on this time of year, that right. know how vulnerable people are, that don't, that might have a backseat full of gifts from, you know, you don't put it in your trunk. And yep. can you imagine? Can you well, imagine that you, you'd have the goal to steal from somebody on on a holiday time, any time of anytime. year for that but fact? Yeah. But it's they center in on these times. Oh yeah. You know what else they center in on? I'm finding out is like weddings. Like when they see weddings like being announced, they know that people aren't going to be home at that time. Yeah. I mean these. I mean I want to hurt them.
1: What, like it's crazy to me. Which brings up a we forgot to talk about bad Santa.
0: Oh my gosh, Billy Bob! What a I'm great watching movie that, that tonight is, and part two. Oh, they're both. Part two's got, what's her name in it, from uh, from Misery, which Misery's got the same actor as Elf and Ca- uh, James Caan, yeah, yeah. and then it's got Kathy Bates, Bates, who's in Bad Santa Part 2. She's also in The Waterboy yep. at Foosball. Foosball. God, that's a good movie. Waterboy is a great movie, but Bad Santa, Part 1 and Part 2, yeah. Partying Naked. You want a sandwich, Santa? Can it's I get you bet- a
1: sandwich? The, the funniest... Just, I mean, not that the whole movie wasn't funny, but when he walks by with that shirt on, this shit happens when you party naked. Oh my God. Doesn't almost he ride died. His, doesn't he ride his bike away at the end? Or ride his bike, whatever He's he does. You just see that it. shirt and it's like, oh my God, dude. Um, I'm looking one thing up. Are you turkey or ham or what for Christmas dinner? Ooh, you know what I love?
0: This is going to—I am I like turkey but dark meat on mashed potatoes with brown gravy with, with cranberry. I got to—like, I'm not saying that I got to have the mashed potatoes and the turkey all mixed, but, like, when you make pot pies after Thanksgiving or Christmas, love that. But I am a cranberry turkey dude. Yeah. I love a good ham if it's done right. If it's still got a lot of moisture to it and it's got juiciness to it, I love a good ham. But a lot of people dry ham out. Yeah. And I don't like that. And a lot of people dry turkey out. Yeah. A lot of people mess turkey up bad.
1: We've been doing prime ribs the last few years. We're I doing like prime that.
0: rib this year for Christmas. Are you eight bone on the tray? Tray of course. Yeah. I did one last year. It turned out amazing. That's American, American- almond beef, dude. Get them at Beef dot com. You should be buying one for American almond beef.
1: They have prime ribs on there. Heck yeah. Nah. Yeah. I looked on there the other day. Probably see one. sold out. Oh, is it?
0: I bought them. I mean, me yeah. and Rocky bought them. Yeah. I know Dan Henderson just bought an eight bone. Did he? Yeah. I mean, they're not cheap, but they're freaking so good, dude. Not that American almond beef is so good.
1: Nothing's Break cheap anymore. Down.
0: No, nothing's cheap anymore. It's only 3 I think, you know, I went on to watch Christmas Vacation on my on my Apple TV, and it came right on, meaning that I bought it probably like three or four years ago. Oh, yeah. And it's just there for you. It's Perfect.
1: the best. I definitely own it on DVD. I hope it's on Netflix. I have or it something. on Blu ray, DVD.
0: I know I have it on VHS somewhere. Yeah. Wonder if I have it on beta. Wonder was beta yeah, beta. That's probably right when beta was going out. I don't think you 80s. have a beta
1: player anymore, do you? No. Kind
0: part of me wants to have all that though. Yeah. I want that vintage The grainy. That that room in me that's got the Atari and the Intellivision and the beta mm-hmm. and the VHS and Pong. Remember playing Pong? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was like my drugs. I never smoked cigarettes or did any of that stuff growing up or in high school or anything. It was always just athletics. And then athletic games like Tecmo Bowl on the television. Bo Jackson, number 34 on the Raiders. I'd run it like right up there. You know what?
1: Every time you just run him right up the middle. We didn't get to play
0: him a lot. But when we did, it was Tecmo Bowl, Pong, and Frogger. Frogger was awesome. And Pitfall.
1: Remember Oregon Trail? Remember Swinging from
0: the Ropes and Pitfall?
1: Oregon Trail on the computer, the first computer systems was freaking awesome, I don't think
0: I ever played Oregon Trail. No? Was it like Pitfall where you're like looking for a treasure?
1: No, you like we trying to survive the Oregon Trail dude so you could shoot like a buffalo to feed your It was kind of like a situational game where like the decisions you made affected like what happened to you. Like so, a, like Big Game Hunter? Kind of, yeah. But they'd like do you want to do you want to drive your wagon across the r- river or do you want to float it on a boat and if you choose the wrong one it would sink and you would and you your whole family would die or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, it was cool. Badass. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big video game guy anymore at all. And
0: I try to keep Melissa off of them as much as I can. But, but um, they, um, they serve their purpose in some way. But as far as like growing up, I wish I had a room with that nostalgia in it. Because that was just like, it's not hoarding. I want like a, a room that showcases that kind of stuff. Like I do in some of the rooms in the house. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I want a room that was like, you could actually go play this in television right now. You know, you're having a party and you got guys already. play Pong,
1: age. dude, with that special yeah, controller. Yeah go, yeah. Get, yeah,
0: go get the Pong or go get the original Super Mario on the original Nintendo or Mike the Atari. Tyson's punch out, Mike dude. Tyson's Punch-Out, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and Bald Bull and Joe Flamenco and, mm. and all in the, in the Sandman and all that. But anyway, that's breaking it down, Chad and Alex. This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Continue to support the partners that support us. Thank you, Jack Daniels. And you guys heard about it here, the Jack Links you have to understand the Jack Lynx Cup, the first annual, February 15th through the 20th, 2022, Okeechobee, Florida, hosted by, and you'll be shooting at the Quail Creek Sporting Ranch, $150,000 in total prize money, guaranteed. Again, register online right now at www.scorechaser.com. I'm telling you, that high overall is a lot. Go test your shooting skills. We're going to get Ricky Henderson to get out there to Florida. Thank you for for joining, or thank you for joining us on this episode of This Life Ain't for Everybody. Breaking it down with Chad and Alex. We'll be back at you with another episode. In the meantime. I wonder if we could find a Christmas song. Hey, Jake, try to find one of these Christmas songs, either Ray Charles or the one that opens up Christmas vacation. That's what we're going out of this episode with. Special
1: time of year. Yeah, special
0: time of year. Find that song, please, Jake, and take us out with that. Y'all be good.
1: i